we're out there shoveling like four feet of snow and we don't have a snowblower. That was stupid. Yeah, so we're in the middle of a snowstorm right now. We way underestimated this winter storm. By a lot. By uh, a couple feet. At least. Storm Landon hit the east coast and we don't have a snowblower, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, a little sore, a little sore. All we had to do from was, shoveling. Yeah, but we were inspired. We watched Aaron Brockovich this morning. Now we're all amped up, ready to take on the world. What does that have to do with snow? We shovel instead of using... We don't need a snowblower. No, we need a snowblower. All right, so here's the thing. We recently were delayed on this one. <clears throat> Licorice. 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 Pronounce it, though. I mean, I'll spell it. Yeah, it sounds like that, but you don't say a subpoena. It's a subpoena. Lick, licorice pizza or licorice? Not licorice. Fine, we saw it. licorice. Thank you. Licorice. Think about that. It, it's not even relevant. It doesn't come up in the movie. So yeah, no, it means. What did we say it means? We looked it up. It's like a. It's a vinyl. A name for like a vinyl. Um, the right. black like licorice, black licorice. The color. Pizza, because it was like a disc. A, yes, I'm gonna turn the, the refrigerator off. Oh yeah, he, he's just gonna unplug our fridge and then forget to plug it back in. All that sausage I cooked is going to spoil. Then it doesn't even matter that we don't have noodles to cook with the sausage because we don't have any sausage. That's what we're dealing with over here. Okay, Jess, we just saw the movie Licorice Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Yeah, I don't don't have any rooster crowing for this movie. (laughs) Okay, so this film, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, he's done some other... Pretty decent films. Tell there, me, like what? There will be blood. Ooh. Magnolia. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> that is my who impression, apparently. That's your uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, that's 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 me doing Daniel Day Lewis. Okay, so. Okay. Anyways, this trailer is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. It's it's a plus plus plus. It's plus, a situation plus. where like you don't really even need to see the movie because the trailer is like. It's so, so good. good. A lot of trailers just put an old song over top of like it's shots. Cheating. And you're like, ooh, that was good. No, you're watching a music video for a pretty good song. Yeah. In this case, I didn't it didn't matter to me because it looked pretty good. I had high expectations. I did too, but at the same time, I mean I really like Magnolia. It's like a three hour drama with frogs falling from the sky. They're singing, there's Tom Cruise. It's a very good movie. So when I watch the trailer for this, I feel like, oh, it's a little bit different. It looks very much like a rom com. But different. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it to be very straightforward in that way. But this movie, I don't even know what to say. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, did you see the score? I think you told me it was like 90-something. Yeah, it's 91%. I don't know where they get that number. No, because... I mean, it takes all of my trust out of Rotten Tomatoes because I just cannot relate at all. Well, this is a movie... You're supposed to like, and you feel like you need to like it, and you're going to walk out, and if you don't feel like you understand it, you're going to say, well, it's art. I must have missed something, or there's a person. I'm pretty sure those were your exact words to me. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I'm like, that. everything you saw in the movie was intentional. It's not what we wanted. Nobody in the theater was like... Emotional. There was no impact (laughs) left on anybody. If anything, the last five seconds left many people, including me, making a weird face, like frozen and like horror shock, like... That's what? it? That's not even, no, not even that. Like, just like, 
What what's going what, on? I don't know. Let's get into what's what's this what's this film about? What's the story? Danny, that's half the problem. Like the whole movie. I mean, sure, I could sum it up in one sentence. It's like this twenty five apparently twenty five year old girl. Well, yes, but first, is it Alana or Alana? Alana. Alana. Hiam. 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 Not Haim, people. Hiam. According to their YouTube page, which I trust the band. Maybe they're messing with us. I don't know. She is 30 years old. Right now. Right now, 30 years old. So playing a 25-year-old, sure. Sure. Now, the first shot like of her in the movie, on a regular movie, I feel like they could have cast her as like a senior. Like I, Oh, yeah. When like, I saw her at the school, I'm like, oh, wait. I, maybe she's a senior in high school. Yeah, and that, that would have made way more sense, but mm-hmm. she's 25. Um, so what's, what is this movie? So it's a... What would you call it, like an unromantic love story of like this 25-year-old girl falling in love with this 15-year-old boy and trying to convince herself the whole time that she's not and yeah, them just like hanging out, hanging out with him and his 15-year-old friends. I mean, seriously, like watching the movie, I did have to convince myself that she was younger because and like I even like rationalized it like her being younger because otherwise it's just a weird move like watching it's weird just gotta say it it's a little weird little creepy Creepy. (laughs) it doesn't matter if it takes place in the 70s like no what are you who are you cheering for in this movie Uh -uh. because i don't know the the trailer has dialogue between the 15 year old who is cooper hoffman that's the actor he is philip seymour hoffman's son Mm -hmm. he plays the character gary valentine Mm -hmm. he is a childhood actor a business entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, in the trailer, he tells her, you know, I'm never going to forget you, just like you're never going to f- forget me. Gross. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty good. It must be like way into the movie. No, that's like... That's first three minutes. It's like their, their first meet cute. Yeah. Date-ish thing, right? Well, he's taking his picture, I thought. I th- No, I think it's right. Because they meet at school. She works for the photography company. He like comes on very strong, like, wanting to go out with her, and he's 15. She knows it. Um, and then says, hey, meet me at this restaurant. It's a place I go to. Like, he, you would think it's, like, a 40-year-old, like, big hotshot, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. Um, and, and that was honestly, like, one of, like, the cues I thought they were taking. Like, it was, like, this – I really thought the end of the movie, we were going to see, like, older act- actress and actor, and it was, like, themselves playing, like – like, they just, like, their inner 15-year-old, you know? Like, they saw themselves as younger, never grew up. Yeah. But, no, it wasn't anything like that. I was I was, I was, was stretching the art piece. I mean, it was not. Yeah. Th- so that's one weird part of the film because I don't know if you want to be cheering. There's no point in this film where you're like, I want this relationship to work. Because instantly they come together, and then boom, she's dating someone else, and boom, he dates someone else. Like, and if, then they're both like jealous of each other. But at the same time, not re- like if they even glance at someone of the opposite sex, they're interest interested in that person. Like he sees some girls, leaves her. There's some weird cuts. I mean, there's a part yeah. like at the the opening for their waterbed place. Like she's in a bikini, mm-hmm. clearly interested in him, and she and she's ignoring. She's ignored by him. Like, 
I don't know why, but it's just the whole movie back and forth. Like, there's no reason to be cheering for either of them because there's nothing. So let me just point out that <laughs> you asked me to describe what this movie's about. And even from that first question, we couldn't. Like, there's issue. Like, it, You're right. it immediately leads us into all of this discussion because – yeah, I mean, if you're going to simplify it, it's a one sentence, boy meets girl, girl turns down boy, boy continues to try to get girl. I mean, right, it's but, yeah, very basic. That's the whole movie. But it's like trying to separate like first, second, third act or anything like that. It's almost impossible because there's not much plot other than just scenes of kids being kids. Yeah, and the movie is a solid, like, two hours, ten minutes long. I don't know. There's, It's mostly bad, as in, like, not enjoyable. There are great moments. Um, This movie did receive a lot of criticism, like, right before it came out, about how mm. they treat uh, a guy, like, mocking an Asian accent. Yeah, I mean, it's cringe-worthy. It's tough. Like, watching it, I'm like, I can't imagine writing it. I know, I think the director said, <laughs> like, explained it, like, well, one, it's based on a real character. The the character, I think his name like Jimmy Frick or something like that. Let me double check this. Jerry Frick. Um, a real real person named Jerry Frick who owned restaurants. Um, and so it's like, okay, I don't know if that, I don't know that person. Is this how he really was? Or is this something they wrote just to be funny? I it's, mean, whatever the case is, there is a much better way to handle a real portrayal of a character. Well... Yeah, but I would say the highlight of this movie to me is Bradley Cooper playing a real person. Oh, absolutely. But there were things that we saw in the trailer that we didn't end up seeing in the movie, and that's always upsetting. There, The shot of Bradley Cooper going crazy on two vehicles, I was I'm looking like, forward to that. I had no idea what the context was, but the movie takes place in the 70s. There's a gasoline shortage, yeah. which is very relevant to their business that uh, Gary creates with the the waterbeds because the right. oil oil shortage or oil embargo is something I don't know mm-hmm. much about that. But what happened to waterbeds? I don't know. I had one growing up. That sounds painful. It was so comfy. I know you would hate it now. Our mattress is like yeah. rock solid. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's him at a gas station going crazy. He wanted to skip the line and get gas. That whole. All right. Before we... this is pretty much spoilers, but real quick. Before we jump into full-on spoilers, do you recommend this movie? Uh, no, I can't. I mean, if you're interested, watch the trailer and know that you see most of the movie and the best parts of it. I mean, the rest of it, like, it's not going to answer any questions. It's not going to, like, you know, further the plot. They cheat because they use a really good song on top of some really cool scenes. No, I, I, don't, I don't know who I could recommend this movie to because and, – and I don't say that lightly. Like, it is very rare for me to turn down a movie. Um, and maybe if I went in with lower expectations, but at that point, why bother? You're, okay, yeah. So there's really nobody I would recommend this movie to confidently. I like to be confident when I say you need to watch this movie. This is not one – Unless you're really looking for a good conversation because there's a lot to talk about with this movie. It's not your typical mainstream Hollywood comedy. It's 
I don't even like. Do you think it'll be nominated for oh, an Oscar? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I would. The think movie so. itself. I mean, the acting maybe I can see, but the movie. I mean, based on what? Like, what am I missing? All right. So, um, so Rotten Tomatoes says ninety-one percent, but their audience score is sixty-seven, <clears throat> which is usually a safe thing to go off of whether or not like a mainstream moviegoer would like it. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it just for conversation. If you're going to watch a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, go watch – it's probably one of his weaker films. It's just not – it's not good enough to recommend. I don't know what kind of grade I would give it. Same. Because a <clears> lot <throat> of it – if you edit 20 minutes out and adjust the ending, I might have really liked it. Well, and if you made Alana a senior. I think Alana – being 25, played by a 30-year-old actress who's falling in love with a 15-year-old character played by a 17-year-old actor. Oof. Plus, because I have no reason to cheer for them. I don't think they really... Oh, let's go into spoilers. All right, spoilers. Spoiler alert. So go see the movie if you want to. Don't blame us. I don't know. It's. I mean, if you need to, like, a discount day or... But even then, there's enough to talk about with it. There's a lot of great things in the movie. It just... It doesn't give you what you want. No. And I want to go, like, we don't need more licorice pizza films. And characters don't have to run everywhere they go. <sighs> okay, spoilers. Meh, meh, meh. All right, so, not a spoiler, but Hyam. The Hyam sisters are in this movie. They're a band. You've also got the father of Leonardo DiCaprio. We do? George DiCaprio, Mr. Jack. I don't remember it, but he's apparently Leo's father. Mr. And, Jack. And you talk about, you saw Spielberg, the daughter, right? Her, her yeah, in the was, credits. Yeah, I mean, a lot of actors want to work with Paul Thomas Anderson. I mean, Sean Penn's in this movie. He's kind of like a wasted role, in my opinion. I don't know. John C. Riley makes a 10-second appearance as one of the Munster monsters. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just recognize his voice. And see, Maya Rudolph wasn't in it for much. She Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, what are the good things about this movie? <laughs> um... What's the best part? It was fun. Like, it it got me through not wanting to leave watching all their shenanigans. Like, Gary is a young entrepreneur that jumps at any chance to, you know, be the man of the house and make some income. And he's, what's that word? Like, he talks himself into any role. He can, he's slick. He can... Figure out ways to do things that a 15-year-old obviously should not be able to, like open a waterbed business and deliver. And, yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. And then, you know, Bradley Cooper's character, um, I wish there was more of that because I think there could have been. Yeah, I mean, that's what kept me interested, I guess, is just the – but that's what's so – but that's also a negative is, like – when I think back to this movie, all I think of are the different scenes of, like, the different businesses or different, like, scenarios of the kids' shenanigans and such. Like, there wasn't – to me, there wasn't, like, a true linear plot at all or resolution or – like, it just was very non traditional, which I'm okay with if – like, to me, I guess it was too much of a mix – like, if you want to go full artsy and, you know, some weird revelation at the end, like, I'm on board. Like, I can get behind that. But this felt too much like a wannabe love story that was just weird. 
I don't know. Maybe yes. I missed something. You didn't miss anything. It's creepy. There's no way to spin it. There's no way you can be watching this film and not think about the age difference and like be thinking, I hope they end up together. It's just all weird and very strange. The characters don't really always seem to like each other. It's not they're together, they're not together. So when the movie ends with her saying, I love you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and honestly, even that, it felt like a late addition. Like, it didn't sound natural. Like, like it was recorded later. She needed to end it some way. But you just switch it around. If it was a 25-year-old man played by a 30-year-old actor saying that to a 15-year-old character. It's so creepy. Like, what is this? It's just weird. And the thing is, it only – if the movie kept on going for five more minutes, they wouldn't be together. <laughs> right. He would, he would have seen somebody else or she would have noticed some, like, local businessman, like, his picture and gone away. Like, mm-hmm. Because the whole movie was them coming together and drawing apart, coming together, drawing apart. And so the end, it's supposed to be, like, they finally realize that they should be together. But like Danny says, it's just... Yeah. So the best part of this movie is Bradley Cooper and that whole segment. With him installing Gary and his crew installing a waterbed at Bradley Cooper's house. That whole thing from beginning to end, it's stressful and it's hilarious. And they install the bed. They decide to let it destroy the house, which is pretty funny. Then they run into Bradley Cooper, whose car ran out of gas, right? Then they're going to... What do they go to get gas and they leave him there because he's going crazy. Then they come back to Bradley Cooper's car and start smashing it up. And then their truck runs out of gas. Yeah. And then they're driving down the streets with no gas, just just like cruising. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. But it, of course, ends with Alana on the end of the sidewalk angry. And she sees a picture of a local councilman guy. And now she's in love with him. Mm -hmm. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I mean, this could be, like, a 30-minute film. If you cut, like, and only look at the count, like, the Bradley Cooper scenes, the waterbed scene, right, the waterbed industry, and then you end it with, you know, her at the dinner with the councilman, I mean, that leads right into the ending. Like, the whole rest of the movie is just nonsense. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It could be 30 minutes. It could also be probably four or five different short films. Yeah. There's it would a probably be a lot better. I'm in no hurry to see it. I'll watch the trailer again. The trailer shows everything. There's nothing you're missing out on. There's plenty of Bradley Cooper in the trailer, um, including shots that aren't in the movie. You show them yeah. together-ish, falling in love, like running around. You get Sean Penn on a motorcycle, which is, <laughs> I mean, cool, cool. but I mean, he doesn't factor into much of anything really. I mean, he he gets Gary to be jealous. So, I recommend it if you want something to talk about and debate whether or not it was a good or bad movie. Because I would say it's it's fine. It's art. They're going to say it's like a, a slice of life. Like, here, you jump in their world and you're gone. Mm-hmm. But no. I don't recommend it. And I say just watch the trailer a couple times and you'll have more enjoyment than sitting through this two-hour movie. Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't recommend it to anybody. I can't – don't blame me. <laughs> I, don't, I take no responsibility because I, I have no plan to see it again. Oh, gosh, no. Only thing would be if I felt like a fun project, like re-editing it, that's it. 
I, there's yeah, there's nothing. Nope. And I was all excited before we went to figure out what licorice pizza, why it was called that. They don't mention it. it doesn't come up. No. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Oh, and we should do next week a um, the Academy nominations come out. Oh my, we have lots to see. We have lots to see. I'm excited.